Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's time for the one, the only, Puckle Podcast! And welcome to the 293rd episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my stupendous co-hosts, Viger, and the Fluffy Swim Secret. And we're here today to bring you another Pucklicious episode of the Puckle Podcast. For those of you who are new, we welcome, first of all, uh, but we are also the Puckle Podcast, the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name that I'm going to say Whimsicott came up with in 2007. And... Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... And we we talk pretty much everything Pokemon. Uh, today we're gonna we're gonna do some speculation, but today is uh, we talk pretty much everything Pokemon, regardless of what's going on. So uh, if you're old, welcome back to the show. I'm happy you came back and you weren't scared away by me, or uh, or Whimsicott for that matter. And yeah, I'm just, that that's I'm just going, actually a better option. I mean, it's more plausible. I I'm just I'm just going after you today. That's all. And. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm just want to let's let's open it up. What have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? It's been a little bit since some of both of you have been on the show. Not too long, but a little bit. Just a tad. Uh, well, Mike, let me know what you've been up to. Um, basically, in a nutshell, I've been pulling my hair out and going crazy because of that freaking battle tree and its <laughs> difficulty curve or thereof. It's what are you like trying to get? Like, just are you just, battle just points. for fun? I just want to get further in it because I'm trying to get Metagrossite. Ah, uh, okay. I don't to be fair, for to be fair, to be fair, Metag- Mega Metagross is banned now. So I don't care. It's the principle of the matter. There's a powerhouse <laughs> of my team in Auras, and he needs to be the powerhouse of my team in, well, I guess Usum. But yeah, it's the it's the mm, principle it was, of the matter. It, I'd also, like to be able to get. Multi battles underway with Cynthia, who is my OG waifu and everything, but that's neither. <laughs> that might be why you're losing. Only... <laughs> yeah, I I'm losing because I have a dream. Yeah, you know, I, because I have a dream. 
because no, I have because hopes I and have passions. That chomp that I need. Oh, Which is something man. else I learned today was what? through the battle tree. I learned that you know Glitch, right? Mm-hmm. That the yeah. odd little Porygon Z that likes to freeze everybody with his tri attack. I turn. It turns out that at level fifty, brought down to the battle tree, he's mm-hmm. actually faster than my Garchomp Desolation. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I think Porygon Z. I mean, it could be your natures, but I think Porygon Z speed speed tier is pretty high, actually. Yeah, he's uh, got be... like a. But it's weird because at level one hundred, his base speed at the moment is two twenty. And... They must be. They must be tied. They must be tied. Yeah, then. Garchomp's actually at two twenty one. And okay. Porygon's he's still faster. <laughs> <laughs> so if that makes really any is. sense, Dr. Shamu, I'd like you to take a look at my Porygon. I think there might be something wrong with it for the better. I mean, at level at well, level 50, Porygon's something yeah. wrong. Por- Porygon yeah, Z's max speed is uh is 90 is, or is 156 at level 50. And so Garchomp, that's a base 90. Garchomp's a base 102. I know this for a fact. Only because of Gen 4. Uh, right. <laughs> because they banned Garchomp to Ubers in Gen 4 because because speed tiers. That's that's That was their argument, was Garchomp's speed was too high with the extra two base points over 100. Because yeah. it did allow it to outspeed a lot of things. So it's ba- it's 169. So, I mean, you could... I, I don't know what the nature of your Garchomp is. Um, so. I could, like, pull that... It, it, it's prob- I can't pull that up real quick. It's probably um, adamant. It might be adamant or something. Might which would be, make yeah. sense. Well, Fluffy, so you could tell him what you've been up to, and while that's going on, I'll try <laughs> to figure this, this stuff out. Hmm. Okay, well, you figure out glitch is glitch. Um, Thank you. Well, that, remember the last time I was on, I told you I was doing a Nuzlocke of Pokemon Moon? Yes. And remember that I'm a very fickle person who starts game and then leaves them lying around? Yes. Oh, no. I knew I'm this now, about you. I'm now doing a Nuzlocke of Pokemon White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm terrible. The, su- the, surprise, the surprise just isn't real. Uh. <laughs> yeah. No. Not at all. Um, yeah. I'm doing that Nuzlocke. I don't know. I was just inspired to like try Generation 5 again. Mm-hmm. I'm always blocked by the thought of... The scarcity of Pokemon compared to other generations, especially like in the first games. But then I realized there are plenty of Gen 5 Pokemon that I actually like. I just have to weather through the first few towns, and then like all of my favorites are actually after a certain point, except for Whimsicott. So <laughs> it, it just takes some patience. Hopefully, yeah. I'll make it this time. Oh man. Uh, so other than that, uh, I've played some Pokemon Go and uh, gym battles. I'm not allowed to play Pokemon Go right now. My data, like, I'm almost at my data limit this month. Oh. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> because I played a lot of Pokemon Go when the gym gym came out uh, with, the, with the gym update. So I, I pretty much killed my data plan. Uh, <laughs> so I have to wait until next week for it to reset. And uh, but what I did do this week is I started cleaning up my house for PuckleCon. Uh, there we go. Uh, I started picking it up because it needs to be cleaned before you guys get here specifically, um, so that we can all and, trash it. Yeah, we don't want <laughs> to get there to be trashed. That's our job. You guys, you guys yep. are actually like the cleanest house guests that ever existed. Honestly, 
Like, I swear, when you guys came last year, my house was cleaner when you left. Huh. <laughs> Which is kind of so, hard to believe, because if you go back to, like, the pictures that we took, there's, like, that yeah. one instance where me and uh, uh, Mr. Maximus are playing uh Pokemon tournament, and then Jushiro's on the floor with cards literally everywhere. Yeah. Like, he redid yeah. the floor <laughs> to now being made of cards. Yeah, and so, like, but after you guys were gone, my house was so clean. Like, no joke. Well, I mean, part of the floor was almost permanently occupied by Dr. Shamu, so when he left, that, that corner was <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, rem- I remember clean, he was there. He, so. I, re- I remember he set up a corner, he built his wall, and then there he was. Yeah, that was his place. <laughs> I have video proof of it. Well, while, I was, uh, while I was cleaning uh, the house, I found my old binder of like black and white cards before I started playing the TCG. Um, mm. And so, like, we hadn't kept any of the trainers. We, I think we just threw them out, honestly. <gasps> uh, how, however, I did find like a bunch of ends, so I was like super uh, excited because um, I found I, just... I found a bunch found a bunch of ends, and I'm just like, yay! Uh, the one <laughs> card, the one trainer I should have saved from black and white. Um, <laughs> uh, no verse seekers or anything, though, unfortunately. But now, so I did that. Uh, I've been, I mean, I've been doing a lot of other stuff too. I've been streaming. I went to a conference earlier this week, so I, I did tone down. But I have been getting my puckle stuff done. I do have puckle stuff getting done, so that's always nice. There we go. Uh, yeah, I know. I got, I got a nice long list of things going on. So we did the live show yesterday. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I, I was, I mean, it went as well as you would expect. I mean, I really like doing them because uh, I've changed the format now. So for those of you who are interested in the future. Um, I'm gonna start announcing them to the general public because what I, the way I decided to redo it is because I think this is way more fun and you get to you get to talk to people that you normally wouldn't get to talk to, which is I think a lot of fun. Uh, we I let the patrons now be on the live show, which I mm-hmm. I think encourages discussion, lets them uh, call me out on my on my uh, on my um, poor uh, Patreon rewards sending abilities. <laughs> and I'm like on top of it this month, by the way. Like no, I'm on top of it. I was laughing because the sentence structure was hilarious to me for some reason. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, and so, so, um, <laughs> so that that's been going on. And where was I? I forget what I was talking about. Oh man. Or- Talking about getting ready for PuckleCon, oh. cleaning your room because we're going to be trashing it for you. Yes. Well, and then you, then Bo will clean it up. Yeah. Uh, and then, but and then you'll make pancakes, and it'll be all nice and dandy and everything. Oh man, I can't wait to make pancakes. Mm. I, I'm I'm super excited to have some pancakes, and we can we can totally do that. By the way, um, I mean I'm excited for. Oh, I was talking about the live show, but yeah, I like doing that. But I like I'm going to start broadcasting it on Twitch. I think when we do the live shows, one so we can save money and not pay for Mixler. Um, <laughs> I, I think Mixler doesn't do anything for us really, so why pay for it? And what then we can just go ahead and broadcast it on Twitch. We can stream afterwards. It's a lot of fun. I like doing live shows on Twitch anyway. It's also really good. Like if we wanted to do something for let's say the Ultra Sun Ultra Moon release in November, and we do our live show like we typically do, mm-hmm. we can transition right away from the live show to the game, or even Ooh. at the same time, like I could be playing the game as we we're we're all typically playing the game when we're doing that show anyway. Yeah. Right, and and so we could be streaming that at the same time. So that I think that'll be a lot of fun as well. Wow, so, I, I'm giving myself a headache just imagining the amount of multitasking you'll be doing. But um, awesome. It's, so so Twitch is like I, I'm a real fan of that of that um, of that platform. Like a real big fan. 
And I, I know a lot of people are. Uh, I just yeah. – it, it kind of like brings to that natural tendency of just like broadcasting, which is pretty much what a podcast is. And so I, I do I do like that. And setting it up is very minimal effort, by the way. Like once you have it set up for like the streams like I already do, minimal effort to mm. keep it going. So yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm I mean I also like streaming. We're doing a really good job. Speaking of which, for those of you who don't know, if you haven't checked out our Twitch already, twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast. Um we um we are Twitch affiliates now, which means two things now because I just opened it up this week. Uh first is we can accept bits, which are like the Twitch currency. So you can like cheer and it gets you get a little notification on the screen and yeah, blah blah blah. You get to see some like crystals fall into a jar. Um, that, that's really cool, but they just opened up this week that you can subscribe to us on Twitch. And so that is, uh, essentially at $5 a month, you can subscribe. There's going to be a, a few perks to that in stream. Of course. Um, one of those being like a custom emote, which we have decided on finally, uh, Shamu and I have, <laughs> uh, and, um, for those yeah, of you, this is, this is someone who has seen the custom emote. Yeah. Uh, so so the custom emote that uh, that you guys can get if you subscribe to us on Twitch is uh, is the Thatch Mellow that was made like five years or not five years ago, I guess four years ago or something now. Um, it's it's a marshmallow with my face on it um, <laughs> because because you can roast Thatch uh, <laughs> like a marshmallow. Except when like today Thatch starts talking with a Russian accent and decides to be Soviet Thatch and roast me, <laughs> and so. So you can uh, you can do that. Uh, the other the other cool thing about the subscriptions on Twitch is if you have a Twitch if you have like an Amazon Prime account, you get a Twitch Prime. Uh, you get a free subscription through that through Twitch because Amazon owns Twitch. And so if you have Amazon Prime, you could just you know subscribe and it's free for you and it helps out the podcast. This so, is very interesting. I have Amazon Prime. I have to check if that applies to the Italian Amazon as well. Yeah, you can definitely check it out. Um, it does it does exist though, and so that's the one thing I wanted to let people know is you can subscribe to us in that way. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I I just like streaming. I mean, I'm I'm obviously not about the money, but just if you were looking for a way to support the show like passively, here's a way to do it. Mm. It's like donating like two fifty a month or something. It's it's uh, it's excellent. So uh, it, honestly, if you still want to make sure that we get more of the money that you donate, if you're trying to donate monetarily to us, just go to just go to uh, what's it called uh, Patreon. Yeah, that's that, a, that that is a more direct way. That gives us that gives a mm-hmm, that gives us a much higher payout than Twitch will. Just as a heads up, but uh, I, I thank everybody for supporting us, and I thank everybody for listening to us. I don't care if they pay us, honestly. Uh, so <laughs> I'm I'm gonna do this regardless. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right long enough intro uh there's some news to talk about this week so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and do that and we will catch you on the flip-flop coming to you live from the lavender town radio tower this just in and in the news, so there was some news that happened this week. It's uh, it's very exciting. So let's 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 dive right into it. Um, so first of all, uh, you can get some cool new 3DS themes. Uh, there's the like po- look upon the stars one, which I, I think is like super ironic that they did it now. 
They released that. To, like, <laughs> because, like, everybody's just like, but there's no Pokemon on the Switch. Well, you know what? You can deal with it. Um, the other one is there's, like, this cool Pokemon Pop one that looks really cool. Uh, I think the star of that theme is the Togedemaru. Uh, enough said. Um, yeah, it's Togedemaru. <laughs> it gets the official thatch seal of approval. No yeah. no bias. No bias. Think, no bias. Don't, don't, bias. don't look at that they're... banner. That Togedemaru isn't there for any reason whatsoever. Nope. Yeah. No I don't bias. think these are out yet in Europe, but I no. am. I think they. I think they made a breath are... for first one. I love it. Uh, no, they're just in the U.S. I guess right now they are not, and Japan obviously. But yeah, but uh, it's the just other... like two days, so they will be here soon, I think. Yeah, the other thing that came out, uh, which is really interesting, is how uh, the spectators work at Worlds this year. Um, they've been doing this thing where they're ca- they're charging entry to get into these events now, which is a good and bad thing. One, it, it definitely stops like an overflow of people going, but at the same time, it also I think it's limiting to some extent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so at the World Championships this year, spectators can enter. Um, there there is an event that's going on. Uh, there's a there's not a last chance qualifier for anything but Pokin, but there is like an open that you can go to. Uh, it's an event you can go to. You can get earn championship points for the 2018 season. So you can register for $10, you get two booster packs anyway, and you get full access all weekend. There's a Pokemon Tournament Last Chance Qualifier registration, which costs $30, but you also get six booster packs. You're essentially just paying for booster packs that you were going to buy anyway because you were at Pokemon Nationals, or Pokemon mm-hmm. Worlds. Um, all spectators and attendees need to register. Um, so registration is not open yet, and but when it is, we'll we'll know. Obviously, this is all in Anaheim, California. By the way, if you didn't catch my episode last year about this, mm-hmm. um, so it is ten dollars to get in, though, to be a spec just as a spectator, which is upsetting to some extent. Um, they are, but you can pick up tickets at the event uh, on Thursday, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, whenever you want to go. It's also confirmed that there will be there's going to be an open, like I just said, and that's going to cost thirty dollars for masters and fifteen dollars for juniors and seniors. I, I did not hear anything about booster packs for those though. So you just you just pay and you get in and you do a tournament. You get your cha- championship points for the twenty eighteen season. And mm. I keep I keep forgetting that people can still have championship points from the season prior. I totally forgot mm. about that because there are a lot of people that got most of their championship points. That are uh, qualifying for worlds from the 2016 season, so yeah. hopefully, hopefully they figure out the meta before next month. So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they figure it out. Um, uh, Nash- the the North American International is going on currently right now in Indianapolis. Uh, we're in the final round. We do not know who's going to win yet. It ju- <laughs> we're in as the, of we're this in the recording, finals. it's still going on. So yeah, yeah as of the recording. recording, just an hour too early to know. So <laughs> yeah, really. Um, okay, so we're gonna go ahead and take a look. Uh, Magikarp Jump also updated. <laughs> if you if you yay care. Magikarp Jump. <laughs> yeah, thing updates all the time, like absolutely all the time. It updates. I had some more. It's um, like the second. Oh, there, there's ever, the new. Yeah. Uh, the new, the, I mean, it's updating more than I wanted to update. Uh, <laughs> okay, that, that's fair. The, the seventh, the seventh, the seventh global mission has begun. The global missions, uh, theme involves defending your championship title at the Pokemon League. To beat this global missions, titles have to be defended a hundred thousand times. Rewards okay. are as usual, uh, 2000, uh, FC for success. If you're tied to a global link, it's 4000 FC for success, uh, 400 FC for failure. The mission runs until July 11th. I actually want to do this because it's a lot of fun. Um, 
So if you if players defend their title one time, they will earn a rare candy. And if a total of 200,000 title defenses happen, all players with a Pokemon Global Link account will get a Moon Ball. So check that out. That's exciting. Yeah, they haven't I'll announced sign it, up for it. They, they haven't announced another tournament yet after the Tiny Tourney. I, I am looking forward to that, though, as well. Um, mm. And if you live in Japan, you can get a Jirachi. Yay! Um, well, you can get... <sighs> yet another Jirachi that we'll never get. Oh, man. Do you want a Jirachi? I got a bonus disc here from no, Coliseum. I, I, <laughs> I want the Tanabata Jirachis. They all have amazing moves. What moves do they have, typically? Um, Like, there's one with Moonblast, one with Zen Headbutt, one with... Jirachi oh, learns Zen Headbutt anyway, I think. N- no, there, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It gets there, Iron Head. One, That's right. Yeah, there's one with uh, Heart Stomp. It's also from a Tanabata event I found Really? Out. Hold on, yeah. I'm pulling Jirachi up on Bulbapedia, going to events. Like, one of those two moves is only from a Tanabata event. Really? I don't remember which one, but... Tanabata event? Uh, there's a 2015 and a 2016 Jirachi. There's a lot of these. There's a lot of Tanabata events. Well, I'm yeah. just going to say this yeah. is the 2015 one. Anyway, it has... and there's one uh, that gets... Um, Another one is the one you can use Z Happy Hour with. They're all Japanese events, Yorachis. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's sad. Scrawn, if you're listening to this episode, I hope you've been very busy getting us Yorachis. He can't oh, go to this one. He'll be back before oh, it's, it's exactly. out. Uh, this, this event starts August 6th. So <laughs> uh, if you're in Japan, there you go. Uh, you can go get a Tanabata Jirachi. So let's see. So on to Puckle events. <laughs> Because there's not much uh, there's not much left in the actual Pokemon news. Uh, in Puckle events, obviously there's PuckleCon happening July 21st through the 23rd of July. So just remember that if you want to come to PuckleCon, those are the dates. It's in Columbus, Ohio. There's an itinerary now on PucklePodcast.com/PuckleCon2017. That link will be in the show notes if you would like to come to PuckleCon. That way you can't ask me what is PuckleCon Thatch in our Discord channel. I get asked mm-hmm. that literally at least once a week now. Like, could you tell me more about this PuckleCon thing? I go, you don't really listen, do you? Uh, it and- amazes <laughs> me. I mean, if not through the show, how do people get to our Discord channel? Well, yeah, exactly, right? They're, like, they can go to the website. You can go to the website and there's a link to get to it, right? And Should be, at least. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, also you've heard of PuckleCon, right? Yeah, and we like that thing every year. Any, anytime I talk about PuckleCon, though, like in in like the past three months, I followed it up with like a complete description of what it is. Um, it is we are going to be hosting our own tournaments on Saturday the twenty second and July and the twenty third. Uh, there's going to be TCG and uh, video game on Saturday. That's when like the big official stuff happens. Like there's going to be a uh, a standard TCG tournament. Which is standard TCG that starts at about I believe uh, 11 a.m. on Saturday, and then it's going to be followed up by a VGC tournament that's actually sanctioned as well. You're going to go ahead and you can do that for uh, that. That's going to be starting around three o'clock, and this is all at the Guard Tower in Columbus, Ohio, as I earlier stated. Uh, you can also find it out in the in the show notes, and. On Saturday, we're gonna, or on Sunday, we're gonna have a lot of fun because Sunday, Sunday's like just like take the formats and do whatever you want with them. Day, that's what I decided to do. Yay! Yay. So, so um, I know not all of us are into the TCG. Like I'm super into the TCG. I I think it's a lot of fun to play. 
I've been building a lot of like silly decks for fun. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to just going and hanging out with some people there. So, um, on top of that, we also have the, uh, we also have a, we have a TCG tournament starting at noon the next day at, uh, at 11 o'clock. Or at noon. I just said noon at the guard tower because we're everything shifted by an hour this time because mm-hmm. it's the, the times the, the buildings open. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to do a theme deck tournament with the TCG. So you just go get, get your favorite theme deck. And you bring it and you can play it. This could be any theme deck. As long as it's a theme deck, it's not edited at all. You can 100% play whatever you want. I'm I think so that'll be looking a lo- forward to this one. Because you can it's just... It's going to be bl- a blast yeah. from the past. I, I used oh, to play only with theme decks in Gen 1. Yeah, exactly. It's just going to be a lot of fun because, um, I mean, you just go buy a theme deck. And it's $12. Yeah, that's exactly and what I need to do at some point. You're you're competitively you're competitively viable at that point, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all those tournament. cards are in circulation. They work with each other. You should be fine. Yeah, and then we'll probably do except like an OU night, tournament or except something. Except when Night March shows up, then you're pretty much screwed. <laughs> yeah, and and then there will be there will be like an OU tournament or something the next day uh, after that, like in the afternoon. So yes. just so we can we can kind of play however we want to play. Um, Absolutely. But that Sunday Sunday is like the fun do whatever we want day, and then Saturday is like the you know, the public will want to see this day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if you need to know so, more information about that particular day in in general, go on to Pokemon.com and search up the event because it's official. It actually is. It is there. It is officially there. Yeah, you can find PuckleCon there. So that's, that's also true. We've um, made it, boys. First, we started with Bo getting on the Pokemon Twitter last year at PuckleCon. Now sh- PuckleCon is actually on the Pokemon website. We've done so, it. Uh, one last thing is, I just realized this week that this is episode 293, which means that episode 300 is, like, seven away. Uh, which means I should probably start prepping for things for that. So, oh, I, I, yeah, I would like to, I'd like to let everybody know that I do plan on doing a live show for that. I, next week I'll have an actual time for that. Um, we're gonna be doing a live show. It's, uh, the weekend, the day it will actually be is August 19th. Um, it'll probably be two hours. Um, I'm thinking it's just going to be a lot of, Hey, this is what Puckle is. Ask us questions about Puckle, who we are, stuff like that. And I just like doing that once a year, just like a show that, because people do like to learn about us, you know? Oh yeah. I I would like them to send in, I'd like everybody to send in questions. You can start doing it this week if you want. Send in questions about specific co-hosts or anything you have that you want to know. And we'll try to answer them to the best of our abilities. This will be a Puckle Q&A. Yeah, it'll be essentially a Puckle q and I'd very much like to see that happen. Um, so go ahead, send those in, PucklePodcast at gmail.com. However, that is all for the news this week. So we're going to cut it right here, and we're going to quiz our co-hosts on their innate Pokemon knowledge. So we are going to cue the epic music. Or not, that's the wrong segue. We're, go- yeah, we're just going to quiz our co-hosts. Who's confused? <laughs> I'm confused. We're off script. Oh, God. <laughs> Welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. So you guys, of course, you have to lower your browsers, and you're going to have to use what's in your noggins, no longer uh, just whatever is there. Uh, no internet knowledge, you just have to, you have to know Pokemon today. So, as always, there are five questions. One of them will have a bonus point. 
You guys also get one hint to help you out with these questions. Now, if you do get all of the questions correct without using that hint, your hint turns into a magical other point for a maximum total of seven. However, nobody has been able to do that in quite a while, so I would not worry about that seventh point. Uh, <laughs> so if you guys are ready, I have all five questions ready for you. I was ready. ready. Then you start out all chipper-like, and I'm very, very worried. Yeah, All right, here we go. Too excited for this. This isn't going to be good. Nope. Question number one. Out of all unevolved Pokemon that evolve by a set level, which one evolves at the highest level? That is the question. Oh, that has to be Zwilus. It doesn't I evolve until so. it's like level 60 into Hydreigon. Yeah, because that is like ridiculously um, another high. one another one that evolves really, really high is like um Volcarona. But yeah, Volcarona. that is the one that is mm, oh wait, you said all unevolved Pokemon, right? Yes, yes, I was and about Zylos, to step in. Zylos is evolved, so Oh, it is evolved. It has to be yeah. It, it has, has to, to be uh Larvesta then, yeah, yeah to Volcarona. Larvesta. Yeah. Is that your final answer? Yes. That is correct. Whew, Larvesta, Larvesta is the answer. So that is one point for you guys so far. So you're, you're on a roll. Okay. So one of us was paying attention to the question. <laughs> so let's go back to generation four. Um, yes. There were, no, so interest. there were two, there were two ways to get a surfing Pikachu outside of events. Like we're not talking events because there, there were different events. Um, this, this is something that would be similar between all of our countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> outside, outside of like going to an event and getting a surfing Pikachu, there were two ways to get a surfing Pikachu. Fun fact. This one is worth your bonus point. Uh, let me know what the two ways to get a surfing Pikachu were in generation four that weren't events. Well, the first and obvious one was you get one through Pokemon Battle Revolution. That was okay. one way. Because I had no idea through. about that one. The well, because it was one, you could I see think... him jump on the surfboard and start using surf okay. in the game. That's why. And but the, the second one, other one, I think it might have been from the Pokewalker. The Pokewalker? I want to say that's probably it because of HeartGold and SoulSilver being out at the time. Battle Revolution was still a thing, if it ever was a thing. Um, so I mean, yeah, I think... I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I was convinced of this one and that it was wrong. But we, if we have no other idea, I would go with it. Yeah, I'll say through the Pokewalker and Pokemon Battle Revolution. That's how you got a surfing Pikachu. That is correct on both accounts. So that's Woo! three points. <laughs> that is three points for you guys today. High five, was... Viger. Virtual that's, high five, Pokemon to Pokemon, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty. That's pretty good, because uh, yeah, those are the two ways: Pokemon Battle Revolution, and there was the Pokewalker path. This was technically a, an online event to download the uh, Pikachu mm, path. Yes, but there was you had a chance to catch a surfing Pikachu, also a uh, flying Pikachu as well from that. On uh, on top of that, uh, <laughs> yes, Pokemon Battle Revolution, and you know why you can see the Pikachu jump on the surfboard in Pokemon Battle Revolution, Viger? You want to know why? Because Pokemon Battle Revolution was one of the laziest games ever produced. Yeah, um, I was aware they, that it was using all like ported animations it, from the it was using games. it was uh, <laughs> everything 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 was ported from their prior games except for the Gen Four Pokemon. Um, the the Gen Three Pokemon were ported from Colosseum, and the Gen One and Two Pokemon were still ported from uh, Stadium. 
<laughs> well, you know what they say: reuse, renew, recycle, or however that order is supposed to they, be. They were ju- these were just They're like being that's environmentally probably fully friendly. <laughs> I, I'm so hyped! I'm so hyped for the Switch. I can't wait for it so that everybody can spectate things like super easy for yeah. these Switch games. I mean, uh, but we do have Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon before then. But let's move on. You guys are on a roll. Three points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna keep talking about Gen Four. Yes, no. yes. Uh, and so it <laughs> turns out my interest. Turns out that Gen Four added a ton of evolutions to old Pokemon. Um, and in their haste, because they added something like twenty nine Pokemon to evolution lines. They forgot to make some of these Pokemon easily available for players to attain and try out these new evolutions. Uh, most of these result were resolved uh, with dual slot mode. You could put a uh, Game Boy cartridge in the slot, and certain Pokemon would appear that typically wouldn't. So you could you could end up catching something like a Magby uh, if you put Leaf Green in the slot. So I already eliminated one of these for you. Um, however, one Pokemon is completely unobtainable. Um, to evolve unless you transfer it from a prior generation. Which Pokemon is that? Uh, so it would be a Pokemon that got an evolution in Generation 4 and that you cannot find at all in Generation 4, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It cannot be found in Sinnoh whatsoever. can only be used through the Poketransfer system. Mm. Um, I'm leaning more towards... No, Sneasel was in there. Um, I I want to say I I mean I want to say I want to say Tangela as well. I'm probably but, wrong, but it it, it makes. I mean, we've some got sense. Te- we've technically got the bonus point, so. I mean, <clears throat> I don't. I mean, really... uh, there are 29 of them. We have a minute. We have half a minute by now. Uh, yes. Ralph is there, so no. Uh, Magby, you told us essentially that you can get from the double slot, which makes me think that Elkid is. Would be the same I mean, way, you yeah. do have, no, 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 you do have Electabuzz in Gen 4. He used it all the time. Um, yeah, so, too, so, um, uh, Jinx didn't get an evolution, and Magnemite, you, uh, you can Fox. get oh, no. a Togepi in, uh, yeah, in Soul Silver. So it's probably not, it's not a Gen 2 Pokemon. Can't and be. it's not a Gen 4 Pokemon. And um, Wait, uh, you can only get via transfer. What about Porygon? Or can you catch Porygon in Heart Gold Soul Silver for Porygon Two? Uh, I'm gonna need an answer. It's got to be either Tang- Tangela or Porygon. One Do you want to get the hint? Um, sure. Give us the hint. Oh man, I have to come up with a hint now. Okay, oh, so. <laughs> Uh, I was expecting you guys not to use it. You were so close. Um, okay. So, so, so well, it's, hey, uh, he, he gave me a doubt. I mean, he mentioned Porygon, his thing, and then he didn't know, so. He wears shoes. Okay. <laughs> Pokemon uh, wears shoes. <laughs> it's Tangela. Yeah. <laughs> That's your final answer. Okay. Yeah, so the answer the is, one. it is Tangela slash Tangrowth. That is correct. Uh, so that gives you guys four points today. Uh, you, you guys are doing. You guys are doing really well. I mean, you guys are almost there. You guys, like, you had it, and I was just like, "Yeah, just lock that in." And but then yeah, I said, "Porygon." Yep, it's Viger's fault. I never used. I'm Porygon, sorry for I being like. Remember. I'm sorry for being you guys, skeptical. <laughs> you guys are. You guys were close. Okay, so uh, we're gonna move. We're gonna shift gears back to back to Alola, something a little bit more modern. So 
It turns out uh, all of the oricorio forms, you know, they change by sipping specific nectars, right? Mm -hmm. And all of these nectars can be found on islands. Uh, Three of them are specifically found in meadows because it turns out that the fourth island where you cannot find the nectar in the meadow uh, doesn't have a meadow at all. (laughs) Which Mm -hmm. island in Alola does not have a meadow? Pawnee. Um, it's just a wasteland, pretty much. Everything no, else is like tropical wait, and lovely. Wait, 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 wait. Um, I don't recall any meadows in Pawnee Island whatsoever. Now, um, I wanna take a moment because there is an area in Pony, and I think it might be called a Pony Meadow. You might not remember it because. Um, I didn't uh, run Ori Koro, so I didn't really are, <laughs> The flowers are not on the ground because they are wisterias, and they come down from the ceiling. It's, so it's a very pretty place. Do you remember a meadow with pink flowers? Because I remember a meadow with red flowers, and a meadow with yellow flowers, but I don't remember a meadow with pink flowers. I'm sure it's a Kala Island, because you get the nectars from the flower in front of the um, um, the Royal Battle Dome. It's a Kala Island. Mm-hmm. Is that your final answer? So, Pawnee? <laughs> no. Or Kala? <laughs> I say a Kala, Viger. I'm going to fight you on this. All right. Well, I was I stopped you before, and then we lost the bonus points. So I won't stop you now. And if I'm wrong, well, it's it's on. Well, then it's the, then we're even. <laughs> yeah. So you're locking in a kala. Yeah. That is correct. Whew, uh, that is that is that is five points for you guys so far. Wow. Okay. Hey. So. So I maybe I made them too easy today. Uh, <laughs> this wasn't very. Well, you easy. said these. Well, you said these questions. We were either going to love them or hate them. Yeah. So. Okay. So question number five, the question I ask you guys all the time about base stats. Uh, so you guys chose the steel type this week. So I want to ask you guys, what steel type has the highest base HP of all steel types? Okay, who's the incredibly bulky, hardy steel type? I'm thinking big, fat, metal, lead, Snorlax, but... Uh, they usually have high defense, but high well, HP. Well, that's, that's HP, yeah. Mm. And again, I'm just trying to think of big, hardy steel types. Mm. end up in like the 300 plus health range when you get them up to level 100. I know Magnazone isn't that. No, uh, Magnazone is not. I don't want to say uh, Agron either. He's just... But with Mega Evolution, that might... Mega Evolution doesn't change HP. It doesn't, right. It doesn't give you a health boost, right? What about Dialga? Dialga? Maybe. No. But if that was the case, then what about Sogaleo? Ooh, actually, Sogaleo is a very good answer. Yes, I like that. Want to go with Sogaleo? Yes. Sogaleo it is. That's your final answer. So Sogaleo is correct. <laughs> yeah! You guys, you guys, we're going legendary. You guys got, you guys got six points today. That's, that's incredibly impressive, yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, that changes up the scoreboard significantly. You guys are playing for what I believe are coasters because I haven't decided um, <laughs> what they are yet. So let me let me go ahead and uh, and uh, sort my column real quick. Uh, so currently the standings are Snag and Whimsicott are currently tied for first place with twelve points. 
I'm tied with a trivia god. Wow. In <laughs> uh, third place is Maximus with 11 points. Uh, tied for fourth are Jushiro and Viger for, with nine points apiece. I'm coming for you, Jushiro. You better watch out. <laughs> He'll get a point automatically next week when the TCG cast Dang it! Uh, <laughs> uh, Dr. Shamu is in sixth with eight points. Scrawn in seventh with seven points. Bo in fifth with five points. And Gator in ninth with two points. So there we go, guys. Keep it up. Uh, just fight for those, uh, fight for those coasters. Coaster so, war. <laughs> yeah. All right, then, guys, I am going to go ahead and, uh, yeah, we'll just, uh, we're going to cut it there and we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back at you with the topic. Greetings, listeners. It's the Puckle Shadow President Scrum here to reveal top secret information about the league's behind the scenes behavior. For those who are not yet aware, Puckle has begun top secret operations on our Discord server. To join us there, visit our website and click on the chat tab. Our website also has a variety of extra features, including badge earning and the ability to listen to older episodes. Lastly, be sure to send in mailbags to pucklepodcast at gmail.com so that you can tell everyone how much you adore me. Listen, see you on the dark side of the flip-flop. <laughs> and on to the topic. Our topic today is going to be some leaks that we found for Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Now, obviously, take these with a grain of salt. These are from, I believe, the same Chinese leaker as the one that posted Sun and Moon leaks, which I think we should all have taken with a grain of salt. Uh, some of those were correct, mind you, to some extent. I mean, like, they, they predicted, like, an Ice-type Ninetales, which is, like, half correct, because you didn't get, like, the Ice-type mm-hmm. Fairy Ninetales. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, to be fair, the Vulpix is just ice, so. Mm-hmm. True. So he was and half right. So he was half right there, but on top Six of that, he also, pre- right, so. he, he, also, he also predicted uh, uh, <laughs> a Water-type Arcanine, so let's, uh, let's remember that. And... So that's that's uh, that's one thing to take with a grain of salt. But he did predict some things, and so let's let's go ahead and just kind of dig through it. Um, the first are like really generic, and I don't think are worth discussing personally. Uh, in that Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are what if alternative take on the Sun and Moon universe, which you kind of already knew essentially. I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if this if that's the case. I'm I'm almost certain it is. You play as the same character from Sun and Moon, but your adventure and your encounters will not be the same. Well, obviously, yes. Um, yeah. That's the same thing you did in stuff like Platinum, right? Things that you yeah. did when you did like red and green to fire red, leaf green. Well, not even not <laughs> even that. Like you play like if you were to look at uh, if you just look at the character models that we get when you go to uh, when you watch the trailer for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, it's definitely a different character model. It's the same character model. So yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully more clothes. I like clothes. I mean, they uh, already have different clothes. I mean, I, I would I would like to point out. With- I'd like to point out that in Sun and Moon, I was incapable of buying a Hawaiian shirt. Like, I was incapable of it. That seems and like that, a bit of an overstep. It's like, wow, you missed an ample opportunity. Like, you were unable to buy a Hawaiian shirt, and um, you guys know me, but the audience might not. Yeah. I wear a lot of Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, I, I noticed that a uh, lot. <laughs> I, I wear a lot of Hawaiian shirts, and so I was, a, I was, a little, I was a little upset about the fact that I couldn't wear a Hawaiian shirt. Um, and so... Because in game that would have been like a perfect representation of me, 
Um, yeah, I, I uh, never noticed because I play as a girl. So exactly, yeah, you can't you can't find any Hawaiian shirts. It's really it's really unfortunate. Um, so hopefully that changes in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. That is my only opinion on the clothing Nintendo. Take that for what you will. Um, <laughs> New Pokemon are to be featured in the regional Pokedex. That was a given. That happens every time they update or that you get like a new version of the games. Like Black, White, and Two both had um, different. They had uh, a different previous Pokemon. generation Pokemon in them. Yeah, too. exactly. And we had the same thing with um, with Platinum as well. You can catch Houndoom, which was nice mm-hmm. because there were no other fire, fire types before that. Yeah, and it was Ponyta. <laughs> that was it. Exactly. It was Ponyta and Infernape. Like, come on. And so the movie, but that's expected. So let, let's start to get into the meat of it. Here's the meat of it. Um, so some Pokemon with different forms will get new ones in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. There will be a new, there will be new Oracorio forms, one of which is ballet themed and ice flying, which I think is really interesting. Now, we don't usually now, have any ice flying types, do we? Not too well, many. It's, it's, not, it's not, it's not just that. I, let's, let's take a step back before we get to the ice flying part. Uh, which we can say is cool, I think. Um, th- but we can take, well, let's take a step back and say there's new Oricorio forms, which to me would mean there's more islands. That which, would make sense. And which I, an island would be nice. So I actually agree with that because there are, um, so if, for those of you who don't know your Hawaii geography, there are eight islands in Hawaii. We got four of them in Sun and Moon. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. we got, we got Oahu, which is Mele Mele. We got Maui, which is Akala. We got Kauai, which is Pony. And we got the big island. Which is uh, Ula Ula, and mm-hmm. so we we got those we got those in uh, we got those in Sun and Moon, which is fun and fine. But you're missing uh, Molokai, Lanai. Uh, I'm gonna mispronounce these. Um, Kahulawe and Nihau. Now it turns out um, all of these all of these islands actually do have like an official state color, or not. I don't want to say state color, but like official island color. Based mm-hmm. on the flowers that grow there, or something like that. So Oahu, Mele Mele is yellow. I mean, these th- their Hawaiian yeah. names are their colors. So yellow, pink, purple, and red. And if yeah. you pay attention to Oricorio, those are also their colors. Mm-hmm. Um, so we so um, Molokai um, is green, Lanai is orange, Kahulawe is gray, and Nihau is white. So uh, so so if we're going by that. If, uh, with, like those, yeah. those would obviously correspond with new types for Oricori. I, 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 I just feel heard like gray, you, and I'm thinking a steel type Oricori because well, I, I'm a very gray, close gray, individual. Gray <laughs> or white, gray or white would be really good answers for like an ice type, and maybe maybe like you said, a steel type that'd be really cool, right? Armor clad. Um, yeah. we're, we're getting yeah, orange, which I don't know what that could turn into. Um, and green is, is more than likely a grass type or even a bug type. Mm-hmm. So, um, orange, I don't know what they could do with. Um, they, they might I mean, be able to figure ground, something out. Ground, ground, maybe. Fighting. Yeah. They, they could do something with that. Um, but yeah, the, the, so I, that's one of the interesting things. It'd be really cool if new islands popped up in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I, I don't expect to see all four, personally. I don't oh, expect no. to see all four. I, I, because, um, it turns out that the other four that we did get in, in uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra, or in original Sun and Moon, we're actually th- those are the most populous islands in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah. it, and it drops it drops off pretty quick. By the way, it yeah. drops no, off pretty um, quick. I, it could, I, it could, I'm sorry, Whimsicar, go ahead. No, no, there are like there's one thing that stops me from believing that we'll get a whole nother set of islands. I don't think we'll get a whole and set. Maybe a couple others. Yeah, like, may, like maybe one that is post game because mm-hmm. um you remember a while ago we were going over the lots where you think there's gonna be gyms and I agree with you. And we already have eight of them on the islands that we have now. 
So maybe there's another eye on the post. Okay, okay, okay. I, but I, I, so, so I didn't know all eight of them at the time that we were talking about this, um, because you, you did bring up that theory, and so I, I looked more into it afterwards. And it turns out that one of the, so I think a couple of those spots are somewhat sketchy, because one of them is on the battle royale. Um, oh, which, okay. Um, which is which is pretty sketchy, in my opinion, because the battle royales there, there's not really a lot there. It's just construction material. Which I mean, it could go either way. Yeah, I I agree, one hundred percent. It could go either way, but I, I don't want us to look too far into that because I'm I'm still a big proponent of like there's going to be four because there there are four like main lots and towns for that, mm-hmm. and uh, so I mean if they expand out more, that's perfectly fine with me. Um, but right now I'm not like I'm not going to build myself up for more than four, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, I, I would expect like one or two of these islands though, maybe to open up post game. I think that's 100% like a great way to think about it. Uh, this is an alternate story. So maybe you go to these kind of like how you went to executor island, but with like a little bit more story in, in reinforcement in there. I'd I think that it, would be yeah. really, I would, I would like that a lot. I think that would be really cool. I mean, because, uh, Molokai and Lani are, uh, both very, uh, or Lanai, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm pronouncing these incredibly wrong. And, uh, Kahulawe are all very far apart. They're all, you are very close to Maui. these names and I'm feeling like, it sounds like you've been to Hawaii before. <laughs> yeah, several he times. He says with but, copious amounts of sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but these are all very close to Maui, which is really interesting if you were to look at, like, the island geography. That would be, like, next, in between Akala and Mele Mele. There should be some mm-hmm. islands. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe there's a couple like, maybe there's one or two that are north of like Mele Mele and Maui, but I don't know. And uh, Nihau, personally, my opinion, my opinion was at the time that the Sun and Moon came out that that was um, their equivalent of Executor Island. It's a very small island, not much going on there. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. Nihau might only have like 150 people living there. Oh. Um, because it's a uh, there. So a couple of these islands are actually um, are actually called. Uh, uh, forbidden islands, quote unquote, but I could be wrong. Mm-mm. So, um, but yeah, yeah, we, we'll, we'll take that for what it is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that for what it is. So, these uh, are leaks on. after all. <laughs> yeah, these, these are leaks. I, I don't know how much I'm going to believe it. I could believe there's one or two more islands. I could believe that. That's, that's, fe- that's the most feasible thing. Yeah. Uh, so the next thing is there are going to be new Alolan forms. This time's with a focus on Pokemon from the Johto region. Now I think this is I I get behind this so much, and it's because of one Pokemon in particular, and that is Bellossom. Oh, you cannot. You, you can, cannot you deny can, that. Yeah, there's a so, connection well, with Bellossom. So tell me why Bellossom, literally the Hula Girl Pokemon, is not anywhere to be found in Sun and Moon. Like the yeah. only. The only explanation in my mind can be we were saving it to do something else with it, you know? And because, like, that, like, I want to see somebody driving one of those trucks with, like, a Blossom bobblehead, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, yes. On their dashboard. And so, exactly, right? And so that that's a big thing right there. I think that, that that's a big telltale sign to me. Also, on top of that, we're getting gold and silver virtual console later on this year uh in mm-hmm. september 22nd i believe which yes. i think is really interesting considering that it's it's kind of coinciding with this release and is or it's, it's like an amp up to that release yeah, yeah. that gives us ample Just, much like much like the, in exactly Ola. uh much like how we got uh we got you know red and blue virtual console it was also the 20th anniversary but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think we got those up to there and these are going to be able to transfer and everything i think i think to 
just to generate Hales hype for the virtual console itself, mm-hmm. they could do this. Uh, so, so this guy actually does have some leaks about which Pokemon he says are getting Alolan variations and what kind of variations they're getting. So mm-hmm. he does list, he does list Blossom. He does list Zatu, Remoraid line, and the Hoppet oh. line. So, um, the I only one like doesn't. All of those as Alolan forms. Yeah, right? Um, well, so if we take it, if we take a second, I'm going to pull up a list of, um, Johto Pokemon real quick, mm-hmm. just because, there are some criteria for these uh, for these Alolan forms if people aren't aware. Um, so I want to I want to pull it up um, because so first of all it can't be a starter they're not going to touch the starters with these no, forms. Oh yeah no no um, no 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 no. Uh, second thing they're not going to do is they're not going to go ahead and uh, they're not going to go ahead and I want to get a full list of Pokemon. Let's see if I can find. Oh no. Um, but okay. there's. Can we uh, try to guess? There I mean, yeah, well, even a lowland form to something that already has a mega yes. evolution. Go for, mm-hmm. yeah, mega evolution or you know as a starter. So let, let's go through or and see. An evolution in Gen Four. Oh yeah, I think I think that as well. I don't think they'll give it to something that has an evolution after this. I, I think I agree with that criteria as well. So let's look through and see who gets who gets those opportunities. Now, I Lady Ladybug, I don't think will because it was already in the Sun and Moon Pokedex. I, I think okay, Ladybug so- is off the table. This is an argument I've made before, that yes. if it's already in the Alola Pokedex, it cannot have an Alolan form in Ultra and Ultra Moon. Perfect. I stand by this like 90% because mm-hmm. uh, they could use the loophole of it's an alternative dimension. But I, I don't think so. But I, I, I don't honestly think don't. So either, no. Is, is Ariados in the Alola Dex? I don't think so. Ariados? Yes. Oh. It is. I, yeah, it is? I remember. Okay. I remember seeing that. Uh, is we have we have to have Zubat. Zubat's got to be in that deck, right? Uh, so Crobat's um, off the table. Mm-hmm. I I don't actually know if Zubat's in that deck or not. Um, Chinchou was sure that a, was Chinchou in the decks? Chinchou? No, Chinchou was okay. So Lantern's on the table. Um, actually, I'm not. Sh- is Zubat in the Alola Pokedex? I don't I actually know. Either I'm gonna just. Up I don't see. know. If it's, if, if it's I, not, I haven't seen a single crowbot in the VGC. If it's not, I wouldn't be surprised. Like I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Um, because this this would be really cool if a lowland crowbat with like a lowland zubat and a lowland golbat. That would be so cool. That'd be a really cool twist. Um, <laughs> uh, lantern lantern, I think is up for up for uh, grabs there. I don't think they're gonna touch Togepi personally no um, no because no, it got, no, it got no, an no. evolution in gen 4 and it's togepi i think Z- zatu is a really cool idea to get him get an alolan form no zubat's Be- not- in zubat is in the alolan deck okay so never mind then the no. reason nobody's running crobat is because it can't get tailwind anymore um oh okay and so uh zatu is he's essentially a totem pole already which i think yeah, is really cool you get a TP fit- instead of a totem that would be so cool right um, mm-hmm. Blossom, I think, is a really interesting idea because they didn't they didn't put Oddish in the Alolan decks, which exactly. I find but I, okay. So, like, I wrote an article today, and Blossom ended up as my favorite Gen two Pokemon. But I've been sitting here for ten minutes since you mentioned it, and thinking, how can they make Blossom more Havion? So, so well, so the uh, the Alolan form that they mentioned for it was uh, is going to be Fairy Poison type. Which would be really interesting. That is a very what? interesting type combination. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. No, 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 no! Don't take the 
grass type away from my blossom. I, I would like to see it to be grass something else, like grass fairy or something. Grass, I think that'd be really grass cool. something. Uh, Ampharos is also up for grabs. Well, no, Ampharos isn't up for grabs. It's against Omega. Oh. Yeah. Azumarill, though, is up for grabs. Yeah. Which we could be really interesting. Um, I guess hmm. technically Zudo Wudo, but I wouldn't hold my breath. Um, I think, ju- <laughs> uh, Jump Jumpluff. Uh, here we go. And Alolan Sudo Wudo would just be another executor. I'm calling it right <laughs> now. Another tall, freakishly tall tree. Yeah. On it. Um, I don't know. So, I mean, it could be uh, a, a plastic. Palm, palm tree instead of a rock, whatever it is. Tree. <laughs> One of those like inflatable poolside balloons. It's still it's still a rock type, but it's a palm tree. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Jump Pluff is apparently going to be grass steel, which is uh, according to the leak. Um, uh, we'll see. Uh. Um, Sunflora is up for grabs. That could be interesting. I don't see why Sunflora wasn't even in Alola to begin with. Exactly. Just I don't because know. It's a sunflower, and there's sun everywhere in Alola. Uh, but I, I heck, one of the games is I, literally called Sun. But I don't, I, I don't know that there are some flowers in Hawaii. Are there? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think so. I don't I mean, know if there either, are, if there are, the sun, the sun parallels themselves. Just if there, not? if there are, if there are sunflowers there, it's literally because they are, uh, they, they are the, um, they, they they're were brought there. Yeah, they're imported. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the word. Um, let's see, Quagsire, Quagsire's up for grabs. Alolan oh, Quagsire. Gotta love Quagsire. Ooh. Um, let's see, we have, I would love to see a Lolan Unknown, but with, like, Hawaiian characters or something. Um, <laughs> uh, Giraffarig. I totally keep forgetting that's a Pokemon. Um, yeah. and then we have Fortress. That's up for grabs. Mm. And maybe, just maybe, let's all cross our fingers and hope for this one. A Lolan Dunsparce. Dunsparce? Please, yeah. why not? <laughs> yeah. Please, why not? <laughs> Um, Granbull's already in the deck. Finally, get something for Dunsparce. Quillfish. I could see Quillfish getting an Alolan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alol- Alolan Shuckle. Oh, Shamu boy. would love that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Shamu would love anything happening to Shuckle. I don't know if you want to mess with perfection. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see. Ursaring. That's up for grabs. Uh, <laughs> Macargo. Um you can make it like an ice rock. That'd be cool. Um Yeah. Because uh, it is kind it, of the trend with the lowland variants turning type into an ice type. Uh Octillery with it it was predicted that, to be water water steel by the leak. That I would uh, love actually. Delibird's technically up for grabs. I'm gonna say no. No, um, they're not touch Delibird. Uh no. Mantine is also up for grabs. Um, Scarberry is technically. I'm just, I'm just thinking of this right now. Going back to Delibird, if they did do an alone form of Delibird, I could just see it being like, uh, flying grass, and instead of presents giving out, he passes out lays to everyone. Oh my gosh! Oh. Yes. Get off the plane, and there's a Delibird just to put one right around your neck. It's there a lay. You go. It's perfect. It, it's perfect. Why not? The it's got a bird. If that happened, oh. rest assured, Viger told you it would happen. Um, wow. I, I, Mantine, I don't think anything's gonna happen to Mantine, but I would like new art of it with this water steel, like, torpedo remorade. Um, <laughs> I, I would like new art of that. Um, it Scarberry's... gets a new attack called Ram Arade. Scarmory's up for grabs. I don't know if that's got a good idea for, well, no, Scarmory's not up for grabs. It was in the Alolan decks. 
Um, mm. Don Fan. Don Fan could be interesting. I think you could do a lot with Don Fan. I think you could turn him into a rock fire type, and then he's literally just like a rolling like fireball. Yeah, I think I think you could do a lot with that. And then uh, Stantler, I think, is the last one you could actually do something with. Mm. Stantler is the last eligible one. I don't know. Uh, the ones I'm excited about are like Blossom and Jumpluff mm-hmm. and Downsparth, of course. There's not the good news is there aren't like a lot of them that can really do anything with in, in uh, Gen two, which is I don't know it's kind of comforting. Mm. Like like I don't want like a host of new Pokemon right, but a couple new Alolan forms here and there would be be interesting. And I think I think there's a good case to be made that we'll get some, just because of the uh, the way that uh, like Game Freak's been doing things. Like in Gen in Gen six when we got the second game in that series, we got a bunch of new Megas. In the mm-hmm. second game, so I wouldn't be surprised in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon we get some new Alolan forms. Yeah, that sounds very plausible, actually. I just, mm-hmm. I was thinking, so this leaker is saying that they're only going to be from Gen 2? Uh, yeah, currently, I think, yeah. I think, I honestly, mm-hmm. honestly, I'm okay with them just being from Gen 2. I, I don't think we should add, like, a ton of new Pokemon. I don't think we should add anything um, insane. No, I'm okay with it, also because um, Kanto and Johto are, like, connecting regions. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it, it it looks like it might make more sense from, you know, a biological coherency thing or something. But, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm really aching to get some love shown to Generation 5. It got one Mega Evolution and then nothing else in Generation 6. I, I would be no more Gen 5. <laughs> what? No, why? Gen 5, I feel like... I, I First of all, like they, they tried to do that soft reboot, and that just went so poorly for them. Like, what are we going to do? do? Get, like, a Lolan Pan Sage? That's, that sounds awful. Um, no, I and, just wanted a Mega Whimsicott and I didn't get it, so now I'm bitter. <laughs> You're not going to get a Mega <laughs> I Whimsicott. I didn't get a Mega Magnazone either, but you don't see me clamoring for it all the time now. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still sitting over here waiting for my Mega for Alligator. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. That's right. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that's worse than no Mega Whimsicott. You're right. Yeah, yeah. mine's more likely, right? Uh, and so, yeah. When Gen 4 gets remade, you will get your Mega for Alligator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, that, that is what we have so far. Um, so that, that's what we're going to wrap it up, I think. Yeah. Because that, that's pretty much all he has. Um, I'm sure in like two weeks, we're going to actually get some real news when Koro Koro drops because Mm -hmm. I I feel like we're, we're in that place that we were, uh, when sun and moon were announced, except this one is hopefully going to be a much shorter time period of just not knowing anything about these games, except that they exist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's... It was like yeah. that lull between figuring out what that Auras is a thing and then waiting for actual stuff to happen with it. Yeah, well, but in, it, in this case, I yeah. mean, there's not as much to know since it's essentially a third version. Yeah, but that's, that's why they give themselves, like, they they, uh, st- they announce it in June instead of February, right? And mm-hmm. So I, I'm really excited. I mean, I'm going to go to the midnight release for this one as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited for it. Uh, so that is where we're going to leave it, guys. And we are going to take a short commercial break. And we'll be right back at you guys with the Pokemon of the episode. So we will catch you on the flip-flop. Oh, man. I'm sorry for being late, Thatch. I've just been so tired lately. You know, Scrawn, it sounds like you need an energy drink. 
an energy drink. Yeah, one of my favorites, Green Toros. It's got 10,000% of your daily value of vitamin B12, 200 grams of taurine, 300 milligrams of caffeine, and 400 grams of glucurone lactone, and plenty of sugar. Thatch, that sounds delicious! Green Toros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Also, Scrawn, don't look at your hands. Uh, what about my head? Oh, God, they're hooves! Pokemon the episode. And welcome back, guys, to the Pokemon of the episode. It is, this week, it is National Dex number 143, Snorlax, the sleeping Pokemon, who is also stronger than you. It's Pokemon Sun entry states its stomach is said to be incomparably strong even muck's poison is nothing more than a hint of spice on snorlax's tongue <laughs> that's, that's actually really once, good i'd like to point out a discrepancy between two uh pokedex entries though that i noticed there's like um, all of them well no i'm just saying yeah. x says it can only it eats over 880 pounds of food every day and then Pokemon Moon says it eats nearly 900 pounds of food. Well, 880 is, is nearly okay, is nearly okay. 900. Why did I you have, just say 900? I That's have an even it's nearly. this once and for all. Each and every time you guys are perplexed by a seemingly random number in a Pokemon's Pokedex entry, it's because that number was converted from a more sane metric system into your insane <laughs> measurement. So okay, that's- okay, <laughs> okay, you got okay. it. You got Always it. Always round number in kilometers <laughs> and in kilograms, and so, the only perplexity is why you're not using the metric system. So, so as as a scientist, I agree entirely. Um, <laughs> I I was I was recently um, I was recently learning how to uh, machine things to use in the lab, so I could just like go make a part if I need to make a part for my uh, equipment, mm-hmm. and I'm in there learning how to do it. And the guy that was training me on how to use the equipment was doing everything in inches. He's like, yeah, you only want to take off like a quarter of an inch from this part, you know? And I'm like, I don't have any idea how big that is. Yeah. Um, how many, how many centimeters do you want me to take? How many millimeters do you want me to take off of that? And he's just like, I have no idea what that is in millimeters. It's a quarter of an inch. And I'm like, okay. And give me all the machines are in inches. And so I was just like, I have no idea how many how many millimeters I need to take off. I I can't visualize inches anymore. I just literally can't visualize them. You are becoming a sane person. Congratulations. Yeah, I can't visualize <laughs> them. But uh, let's talk about Snorlax. Snorlax. Um, I can't I can't say it without a Brooklyn accent now. Like after that video, <laughs> no, I, I just after can't. <laughs> after that video, I just can't. So, so Snorlax you- uh, is uh, is. Quick question though, why are we doing yeah. Snorlax today? Uh, because yeah. what's his face just won uh, at the internationals? <laughs> uh, Christopher Khan. Yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> he and his brother and another Australian player just swept the entire VGC championships in North America. See, see, me saying that if he listens to our show, we'll make him write into us. <laughs> Um, because we're he will sorry, be so. Christopher Khan, you jerk. We're sorry, you're amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be so. You'll be so upset, uh, and he'll yell at me in a wonderful, in a wonderful Aussie accent. Um, so, <laughs> as of this recording right now, that's what just occurred. Yes, yeah, as far uh, as so, like the Masters Finals in the mm-hmm. VGC. So, uh, Snorlax can be. He, he's he's successful in the VGC. He's also so, somewhat successful in uh, OU as well. 
Um, I was going to look up that. Yep, here we go. Um, so Snorlax currently, I believe, is an RU because pretty much what happened is we took we took Gen six and we just shifted everything down a tier, and <laughs> then we have new meta in OU. So mm-hmm. uh, that that that's almost what happened. So Snorlax used to be a new U, so now it's an RU. Um, there there's a couple standard ways to run it in OU, uh, or in RU, I should say. Uh, you could run uh, Curse Lax uh, with Curse, uh, Return, slash Body Slam, one of those two. Uh, Rest, which is really nice to work on Snorlax, and you can either run Sleep Talk or Earthquake. I'm also a fan of using Crunch just to make sure you can mm-hmm. hit all the ghost types. But I, I think that that was more of like a Gen 4, Gen 5 mindset when back when Gengar had Levitate. So yeah. it's not nearly as much of a problem now, so you can probably get away with Earthquake. Uh, Sleep Talk also works really well. Um, now the one that we're, we're all about in VGC is the, uh, the gluttony recycle, um, curse lax essentially. So the idea is it's really good in trick room and it's, it, you don't need hard trick room for this either because if you're running Snorlax, you know, it's going last. Um, <laughs> now if you, you, you put a quick claw on it, then it might. Go oh first. my gosh, please don't. <laughs> Um, but you, you pretty much, you pretty much want to run it in trick room of some sort. Your team could be soft trick room, hard trick room. What are those two? And so you can, he's got, uh, return. He has access to high horsepower for those of you that don't know, which is mm-hmm. actually excellent. It's an excellent ground type move that aims at one Pokemon. And in VGC, that makes a difference because spread moves do get a damage reduction in double battles. So keep that yes. in mind. Also, um, the, the best spread type, uh, spread ground type move is earthquake, which also targets your ally. Mm-hmm. So high, high horsepower. To- High horsepower hits really hard to things like Tapu Koko, which are really popular. Gigalith mm-hmm. even, which is somewhat popular now. And, uh, yeah, so it, it's, it's a decent Pokemon, or a decent move to have on there as, as yeah. tight coverage. High, high uh, horsepower has base power of 95, 10 mm-hmm. power points to it. And there is no secondary effect, but it's just all damage. Mm-hmm. And, but that's, that's higher, that's more damage to do deal with an earthquake, which is the important part. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that hits things like Alolan Muck really hard as well, which is a big, big threat, especially I if you're playing Trick Room. I love how you're not mentioning the one Pokemon that is everywhere in VGC that is hit super effectively by high horsepower, which is Arcanine. Uh, yes, that's yeah. true. Arcanine, Arcanine is everywhere. Um, that, that is true. High, high horsepower, ground hits a lot of things. It, Arcanine that, was on Chris Khan's team as well. It was standing right next to his Snorlax, which we are yes. tra- talking about currently. <laughs> um, you, you run Curse because that gives you attack boost, and that also runs, uh, it also gives you defense boost. But I've also seen the Belly Drum variant run to some success as well. I think Chris Khan might have been running the Belly Drum variant. I'm I think he might sure. have been because there's one move that was on his Snorlax that I think is kind of important to discuss, and that is Recycle. Yeah, recycle is the next thing. So you can run a figgy berry on him. Um, a papa berry is also an option. Um, there's just all of these new berries that started coming into play recently. So let me let me run you through what what you go through here. So the uh, so both the figgy berry and the papa berry are the exact same berry. Um, it turns out. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. it, re- it restores. To- <laughs> I'm gonna be talking about these two berries, and they're the same thing. Okay, and they're the two. Well, they're, I mean, they're the same thing. Like the mago, the agua, and yeah, they're they like all, all the same. same. Thing. You just have to check your Pokemon's nature because yeah. if they don't like the taste, they get confused when they eat it. Yes, that is the only thing. Um, so the uh, these berries, uh, when you're at um, 25% uh, or less of your HP, you get half your HP back. Now. 
Um, yes, that's, that's fantastic. The good thing is with something like Snorlax, he gets access to the ability Gluttony, which lets him eat that berry earlier, which is when he drops to below half instead of below a quarter. Mm-mm. So he gets to eat that berry. He gets to munch on that a little bit earlier. Uh, after he munches on it, he can use something like Recycle. And he essentially has Recover at that point. Like Snorlax that's just has Recover. And, and which is a, really with good. With a hearty Pokemon like Snorlax, that is pretty nice to have. Yeah, and it turns out that Snorlax is stronger than you, so it works yeah, out. Of course, um, of course. <laughs> I, I, I can't stop, guys. Um, can't stop, I won't stop. Can't stop. I can't stop. Uh, so, but yeah, that's typically the way we want to run it. Um, the EV spreads. I don't want to give EV spreads for uh, for VGC, just because it changes on the situation. Um, t- typically, Brave is a good nature to go with it, just so you can hit slow in those uh, in those trick room scenarios. Because mm-hmm. again, you're not you're not outrunning a Cartana anytime soon. Unless you're in trick room, so <laughs> that, it, that those are some important benchmarks. Probably you probably want to hit. You probably want to be able to see um, how much how much of a boost you need to Oko a Cartana or something like that. And that I'm not sure what the benchmark is exactly. I'm, we're going to talk. We're going to discuss this further on the Battlecast this month. Just, just <laughs> be ready. Be aware. Battlecast. So, we're going to break down uh, Chris Khan's winning VGC strategy. Very, we very well may. Um, I don't know if it's. Uh, I mean, it is winning. But this meta yeah. is very um I don't want to say unstable, it's uncentralized. But it's starting it's well, starting to get centralized. A lot of that I leaves mean, a lot of room for improvement to find something that does work. Yeah. You 100%. do see a lot of the same Pokemon, but from the comments I've been seeing this weekend, uh it's also very much about matchup. Like mm-hmm. there isn't a team that will just be good against everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it will be. It. I do want to point out, though, and this is just making me very happy. Chris Khan did have a Porygon two on his team. Oh my gosh! Everybody has a Porygon two. After hit, I'm happy though. I don't care. It won. Suck it. Every. It was gonna win regardless because it was on like every team. And Porygon two is like one of the most popular Pokemon in VGC right now. You're I mean, dang so. right. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Chua, Paul Chua, who, who who was in the final with Chris Khan, had an Alolan Nine Tails, and I was kind of rooting for the Alolan Nine Tails. Honestly, right? I would be. Um, so let's let's take a quick look at uh, at Snorlax's TCG presence. He actually it somewhat has one. It's not good, but it has one. Um, there, there, it has a couple cards in rotation actually. Um, so the big one is the Snorlax GX. Um, it does have a new one for yes, and it also has a breakthrough and a fates collide uh, card. So let me let me crack these bad boys open. So the GX is is probably not worth anything to you. 190 HP, which is pretty. Uh, it's, that's a little higher than something like Tapu Koko, which is also a basic GX. Uh, but first of all, he's weak to fighting, which almost everything right now that's popular in the meta is. It's weak to fighting. So Pissimian's making a comeback. So you have thing you have collapse for uh three double color or three colorless. Uh eighty damage, the Pokemon is now this Pokemon is now asleep. Your Snorlax is now asleep. He collapses um, into a stupor and just goes about. Yeah. Uh for five colorless, so five colorless is already an outrageous number of energy. Um <laughs> it can use Thunderous Snore for 180. This attack can be used if this Pokemon is asleep. If this if it is not asleep, this attack does nothing. So that's kind of situational. You need to be asleep. Well, you need to use collapse first, then follow yeah. up with thunder. Well, then, then hope that you stay asleep. You have and to, then you hope have to that pass, you stay asleep. Yeah, you, you have to pass two coin flips for that. Um, that's a twenty-five percent chance that you'll be asleep the next turn. Um, that's so, a nice one eighty. <laughs> its GX attack is pulverizing pancake GX, as it should be, um, with two hundred and ten damage, and this Pokemon is now asleep. 
So you can use double, you can always use pulverizing pancake, I guess. I um, guess, but you probably want to use that GX move for something maybe a little bit more supportive rather than offensive. No, I mean that if you have a choice band hooked up on that Snorlax GX, you you KO a lot of things, including Decidueye. I mean that's True. that's pretty good. You're, you're, there's a few things that you're not hitting. Yeah. Um, so it's just let's a shame see. You can only use it once. Uh, the Snorlax from Jungle was reprinted as a promo. Uh, it's not good, so don't run it. Um, no, then there's the Fates Collide. <laughs> the Fates Collide one is actually decent. You can make that one work. Um, so I saw this one work. I forget what kind of deck it was. But for three colorless, you do Toss and Turn, which is 30 damage. This attack can be used even if this Pokemon is asleep. If it is, it does 90 more damage. You also do, for four colorless, you can do Swallow for 50 damage, which allows you to heal uh, from this Pokemon the same amount of damage you did to your opponent's active Pokemon. Which is 50. So, I mean, that's that's a pretty de- decent card. It's uh, 140 HP. Decent for a basic. So, uh, keep that in mind. I, I mean, I saw somebody use it with... I forget what it was. There, there is a deck you can build with it. And I wish I could tell you guys exactly what it is. Uh, there's another Storlax from Breakthrough. This is These are all going to be in rotation, by the way, more than likely. We should find out rotation uh, this week, I think. Um, don't quote me on that, though. Uh, the ability plump body, any damage done to this Pokemon is reduced by 30. So that's, that's nice. That's always nice to have just some damage reduction. And for four colorless, it's knock away for 50, which you flip a coin and if heads, this attack does 30 more damage. So exciting. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yay. That's Snorlax for you. I mean, it has some really good trivia. Okay, yeah. go for it. <laughs> okay, so Bulbapedia says, in the Pokemon Stadium series, Snorlax open their eyes when they faint. In That's Pokemon true. Snap, Snorlax stands up and dances to the music when the Poke Flute is used. This like this is this, is this reason alone is enough to play Pokemon Snap, in my opinion. I I swear, one of the dances that he does when you play the Poke Flute has to be the Running Man, and it's just <laughs> funny to see Snorlax trying his darndest to pull that one off. <laughs> oh man uh, okay so that is going to be it sometimes I fly is going to like me this week because it's another good one so uh, sometimes I fly go read that on the uh, Pokemon or Pokopodcast.com website where you can find a lot of other things as well so uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to kick it on over to the mailbag guys so we are going to mailbag it's mail time Time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. Your mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. And as always, we'll give out the Green Taurus badge to anybody, blah, 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 that we think deserves it. Actually, it's two new people that haven't actually written to the show before, so... Well, we actually uh, can pass one out then. That's awesome. Yeah, we actually <laughs> can pass one out today. Uh, so, uh, for those of you who are new to the show, 
This is the segment of the show where we read listener emails. Uh, you can do so by sending us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. It's been a little light lately. I assume it's because of summer and it's the holidays and whatnot. But I would like you guys to email us in. Uh, this past week we asked you questions about Pokemon on the Switch or something, that, something to that extent. I would also like to reach out and this week. I would like to ask you guys, and I'll reiterate this at the end of the segment. Um, what what uh, Pokemon do you think w- would be really good uh uh, contenders to be get to get Alolan forms. I'd like to hear that. So, Poco which Podcast Pokemon do you want to have Alolan forms in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon? That is so much more terms, concise. That's what Satch was trying to say. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Words are hard, man. Okay. What so, new Pokemon do you want to have Alolan forms? Let us know by shooting us yes. an email at puckle at gmail dot com. Wow. Pucklepodcast uh, at gmail dot com. Yeah, we don't have Puckle, unfortunately. Uh, Four letter <laughs> acronyms are hard to get on the internet. So. Let's let's jump right into it. So this first email is from Sukio. Hey Thatch and whoever he has, that's you guys. Um, uh, uh, this I, is, I, I wouldn't have known. Thank you for pointing that out to me. I'm just letting you know. Uh, <laughs> this is the first time I've written in, but you've probably seen me hanging around in the Discord as Sukio. I'm writing in, having nothing to say about the mailbag topic. I don't care at all about Pokemon Go. However, I'm writing to say thank you. I was having a hard time in life. Then in late March, I lost my job. I started a new job on Wednesday and decided. Decided it was time to start, or time to write to, or time to write. My bad. Uh, Puckle and the community helped me, help me keep my spirits up a lot. I've also become much more active in the community, especially on the TCG side. I basically hit rock bottom, but Puckle kept, kept me afloat. He's gonna make me cry. Um, yeah. so, so thanks guys to all the hosts and everyone in the community. Sincerely, Sukio. Well, thank you for that. I mean, that's actually like really, uh, there was, uh, there's this guy and, um, like literally anytime anybody tells a story like this, it's very nice. It's very nice. I thank you very much for letting us know. I think I, I'm happy that we were there for you. Exactly. Uh, if that, if I, if that means anything, um, because like it's a huge, that's a huge thing. Um, somebody a few years ago said they were having trouble. Like they had some kind of ish, medical issues where it was really hard for them to sleep and they'd use us to fall to sleep at night, which is, uh, somewhat like flattering and sometimes somewhat not flattering. Like apparently I put the, put you <laughs> to sleep, but. It's uh, that's f- fine. I mean, <laughs> this this is entirely flattering, though. Yeah, this it is, is entirely things. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Sukio. I mean, I mean, yeah, definitely. There's definitely moments where, like, I I, I um, definitely think, is this worth it? Like, should I quit? You know, but it's things like that that's just like, nope, I should keep doing this. Yeah. Also, uh, and- congrats on the new job. Yeah, absolutely. New jobs are awesome. Like making money is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can eat and stuff. Um, I was just going to read this next one too, because we only have two today. So this next one is from, uh, Benjamin Aquino or Aquino. I'm going to say Aquino. Aquino. I think okay. so. Uh, I, I might be wrong. Benjamin will have to correct us. Uh, hi, I am a new listener and subscriber via Google play. That's cool. I mean, Google, Pl- we, Google plays weird. Sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't update all the way, all the way. Um, I started with episode 291 while at work. The question, 291 was like two weeks ago. So he has a better track record than a lot of people that write into us because they wait like months. This guy was like, mm-hmm. week one, I'm in. Uh, I mean, I might still win because I wrote in the same day that I found the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm a bit over eager, so I don't know if that's yeah. something you have to strive for. Well, look where you are now. <laughs> for writing in the first time. <laughs> yeah. Uh the question I w- that was asked is, what do we think of new main series game coming to Switch? Well, that was like at 291, but yeah, sure. 
Uh, personally, I'm excited. I think it's about time for an HD Pokemon game. There are two concerns I have. First, the main series titles are split into two games. How will that work going forward? Uh, in my opinion, probably the same way. Uh, hmm. with, uh, because they're just going to make two versions. I mean, why wouldn't they? Because money. With, yeah. What do you mean because money? No, it's good for them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with a much more powerful console. Imagine buying two Switches so you can trade with yourself. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Really? Um, with a much more powerful console than we, we are used to, there's a lot more content that can fit, fit on that cart. Will they add more than one region akin to Pokemon Gold and Silver to help fill this space? Maybe. I mean, games are big. Uh, regardless, I think. I mean, they already feel like that. It's like, they're like two gigs already. Two, three gigs on like the, uh, on the 3DS cards. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they like fill up a Switch card. Cause I think those are like, I don't know how big they are right now. Um, or will they offer up, or will they offer a choice that would change the individual experience akin to Fire Emblem Fates, which would allow you, which would allow up to two games in one. Uh, Fire Emblem mm. Fates was not exactly that way at all. No. Um, it was, it was still two games. They just made the second game like DLC. Um, if you only bought one version of it, unless you like went out and bought like the collector's edition at the beginning. Yeah, and, which had the two main games as one card. And the third one, and, and the, third, the third, one. third DLC in it. Yeah, it was still the same price as if you bought them as DLC and stuff though. Mm-mm. Um, all right, my choice would be adding storyline choices that affect areas that can be explored in Pokemon Found. That would be interesting. Oh, like, I would like, love that, but I mean, I don't think it would fit in a Pokemon setting, honestly. No, because essentially you're saying your choices are going to cut you off from some Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So mm, I don't see that working for a Pokemon game. Secondly, we have Pokemon games on dual screen consoles for years. How would they handle the single screen on the Nintendo Switch? I think they could do it by, catch this, going back to what they had before. <laughs> Which is what he um, says. <laughs> uh, I do realize that we can go back to the Game Boy, Game Boy Color uh, games for reference, but I think we can all agree these are not very elegant solutions. There was actually a guy on Reddit that took um, that took Pokemon Sun and Moon because they like that was back before like the star that was back when the Stars rumor was super relevant. Mm-hmm. And he took he took the Pokemon Sun and Moon like screenshot, put it on the Switch screen, and then took the bottom screen and just kind of like transparencyed it essentially, mm-hmm. and just put it on top, and it looked fabulous. Oh, so that I think I think that it's very possible they just do that. I, I I honestly think that is something that is completely doable. I wouldn't mind it uh, that way. <laughs> yeah. I do realize we no longer have the PSS system, which was certainly created to take full advantage of the dual screen. Uh, yes, I think I think the Festival Plaza is definitely like trying to get us back into the idea of like, hey, here's like a one screen clunky system for online. Mm. I think I think it's getting us it ready for it. You know, it was just like, yeah, the PSS was nice, but you're not going to have anything like that soon. So let's let's try this out. We want to try it out, see if it works so that we can work out kinks for the real one screen game. Maybe, yes. I think I think that's might be what's happening. Um maybe this was getting uh maybe this was on purpose to get the consumer used to the change ahead. I that I already answered that. Even yeah. so what we have in Sun and Moon is not ideal. Clunky is the best description. It is very clunky. I agree. <laughs> it's I, like I, you are saying the same thing. Uh, you, wow, we you have yeah. we are we are on the same page. Uh I just hope a lot of thought is being put into how to make a single screen experience very pleasant. I, I hope I hope so. I think this is very much just like a test run. 
Uh, well, that is all I have this time around. Thank you for reading. I will be tuning in. Benjamin Aquino, Aquino, Aquinas, Aquino? 1984. 1984. That I that, that I like. That I like. This guy is from my generation. <laughs> I don't know. I I think he had some interesting things to say there. I, I yeah. I'm. I think Pokemon on the Switch is not going to be a bad thing. I, I really don't want to focus on that, though, until um, we get... Pokemon on actually, anything isn't a bad thing. I really feel like this is the equivalent of uh, Nintendo announcing the NX uh, way before we even saw what it looked like. Yeah. Because because they say, yeah, this could take over a year for them to develop, which means we might not see it for two and a half years. Let's keep that in mind. Exactly. Um, right. I mean, I guess... A lot of people, are, like, like I'm really, I'm really not looking forward to next year. Because next year, let me tell you what's going to happen. People are going to lose their minds when at E3, Nintendo does not announce a new Pokemon game. And they're going to be like, but they said last year there was a new Pokemon game. They told you it was going to take more than one year at least. Exactly. And so I'm just like, because I see online right now, people are already putting like Pokemon 2018, you know? For the Switch, yeah, but and it's just I'm just like that's Amazon that's ju- something to fill the listings. I'm just like that is just jumping the yeah, but that's not helping. You know that's I that's know. like that's jumping it so hard, and I just see that backfiring. I hate and, when people do that. I mean, they had Mister Ishihara himself and Mister Masuda and Mister Redfieldsami, and they all said, "Guys, it's going to take at." least over one year exactly and so it's not gonna be ready for it's not gonna be ready for a christmas release i think i i'm i think next year like i keep saying it's gonna be the year without a pokemon and i would love to be proven wrong um 100 i would love to be proven wrong i would love to see gen 7 also include like a gen 4 remake and then get four years in a row of pokemon games that would be happening yeah exactly four years in a row of pokemon (laughs) games has never happened you've you've had at most three you know and if you go back to like Heart Gold Soul Silver, followed by um or Platinum, Heart Gold Soul Silver, and then Black and White. Those were one, two, three. Right? And then you've never had anything where it was more than two in a row. And that like or that that's just I just don't see it happening. I guess I guess uh Ruby and Sapphire came out like one, two, three. Um with uh Emerald and Leaf Green, because I believe that was two thousand three, two thousand two thousand three in the US. Um, no, because then it was two thousand. It was two thousand four for Leaf Green Fire Red, and then two thousand five for Emerald. Yeah, so, but we're talking U.S., so the yeah, exactly. was actually on a different schedule. Exactly, it was on. It's all on a different schedule. So I, eh, yeah, I mean, I don't think we're gonna see three games, and I don't think we're gonna see four games in four years, unless it they drastically, unless they drastically like up their staff, or. <laughs> Or they've they've been working on this game for like in the back on the back burners for a really long time. I, I honestly still don't see that happening. And on top of that, um, with like other Pokemon games, you sometimes get like a hint of the next region, right? Um, yeah, I, I think I think that. I think with X and Y, you got a hint of the next region already, which I thought was incredible. And yes. uh, and I don't think that's going to happen again. I don't think we're going to get a hint of the next region. Because they they knew Gen Seven, they knew what they were doing with that, like Mm-mm. at the launch of X and Y. Because they said next region is going to be flowers, and honestly, we should have all just seen it. Um, <laughs> we should have all been like Hawaii. Okay. Uh, I mean, the Netherlands is an uh, equally as valid when you're talking about flowers. So yeah, yeah that flowers really flowers and a tiki head souvenir. 
That one was Hawaii. Flowers and shirts. Put them together, what do you get? Well, that's pretty <laughs> obvious, too. Uh, what I'm wearing right now. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so uh, that uh, – I mean that's it for the mailbag. So once again uh, – So, so who gets e- the uh, badge? I want to I give it to Sukio, like 100%. Yeah. Uh, Sukio, submit for the Green Tourers badge. Uh, Benjamin, you wrote in an awesome email as well. He's my yeah. kind of guy. Um, he needs to write in again so I can give him the Green Tourers badge only because he got beat out by emotions. Yeah. Um, so. yeah. It's <laughs> he, like it's like when in, in the sports anime, the underdog has to win because it made you like fall in love with him and yeah, something like that. Are you talking about Uranice? Um, okay. Oh, come, man. come! I no actual. She's stumbling. She's lying. <laughs> the answer. The answer is Uranus. Can't go any further. The answer is Uranus. I watched Uranus. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I, I've only gotten through like the first five episodes. Actually, I, I lied a little bit, but um, so uh, so the next one is uh, next mailbag question. Pucklepodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, what Pokemon would you like to see get in the Lolan form in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon? Send that in to us. I would love to hear from you guys next week. We only had two this week. Step it up, guys. Um, Even if you have it, wrote it in the past and already have a green Tauros badge, we'd still love to hear your opinions anyway. I've got green Tauros coasters coming. <laughs> I've got green Tauros coasters coming. Maybe we could give those out. Um, so uh, I've also got uh, – so we're going to move on from that then, and we're also going to say uh, if you want to follow us on any of the social media, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Reddit. You can find those links at pucklepodcast.com. So check out the website on that website as well. You can also check out a backlog of episodes because I realize there's only like, I think 70 episodes are missing or something from iTunes now. So if you want to listen to those first 70 Puckle episodes, they are available on the website. You can also download them there. And I believe you can even stream them from your phone from your browser. So definitely check that out. The uh, other thing you can do, uh, check out our Discord channel if you haven't already. It's a great place to come and chat with us. Uh, the link to the Discord is in the show notes below. You can also get to it from the website if you click the chat page. There's an invite link there as well. Discord's an awesome app where you can go ahead and like chat with us on the go on your phone. Um, we have like 150 members on there now, which I think is insane because that's uh, like way more people than would ever be active in the chat before. So yeah, kudos to that. Awesome. Yes. I really love Discord. I love being super connected to everybody. It's great. Plus, it was we, one should of the- mention, we should mention one thing. The Summer League is officially past its halfway point for badge collection. Oh, that's so and true. And the Discord is where that's happening. So if you want to come and join the Summer League and play for some badges, so you can maybe join the tournament if you get eight of them. We already have, like, that. two people in it. We already have two people in it. And, like, number of people have been really good at, like, getting badges. So mm-hmm. it, it will happen. Yeah, Summer League, I forget. At the end of the, at the, end of the month, we're done collecting badges, so... Keep that in mind. And let's see, moving on then to, uh, I always do another thing, Twitch. If you haven't already, check us out on twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. Jushir and I stream. Uh, this week we're flip-flopped. I'm going to be streaming on Monday. He's going to be streaming on Thursday. It worked out really well because I'm working late on Thursday, but he's flying back from Florida on Monday. So uh, we, we both were just like, team. we're just like, let's just switch those two things. Uh, <laughs> so that's what we did. Um, TCG cast will also be out this week. And if you would like to donate to the Puckle podcast, you can do so through Twitch, but you can also do so more directly through, uh, Patreon. Patreon, uh, has a host of rewards for you guys. So patreon.com slash Puckle podcast. You guys can check us out there. Um, Puckle pod, um, we have a ton of rewards. I did just make a new tier 
um, unfortunately for um, non-domestic U- United States patrons. Because if you were at the, if you were planning on getting to the ten dollars tier and you're not from the United States, um, you will not be able to pay ten dollars because it's just not worth. Like th- with the shipping, I can't send you something, which is really disappointing. Um, so what we did instead was we made a fifteen dollars tier, which will cover shipping then. Um, instead, so if you're going to that ten dollars tier and you're not from the United States, um, you have to go to that fifteen dollars tier instead. Um, if you were already in that tier, there's like three of you. Whimsicott, you're one of them. Yeah, um, <laughs> you, you you are grandfathered in. Like you're just grandfathered into the ten dollars. But I mean, I am uh, coming over to pick up my stuff in two weeks, so I'm yes. just shipping. So that yes, works. <laughs> yes, you're sh- saving me money. Um, yeah, because shipping just ends up being like half the cost, and I can't. It's just allowing me to make cooler stuff for the patrons. That's all. So it works out overall. But yeah, check that out. Uh, we have a couple of tiers there. We have a lot of fun. Um, uh, patrons get to be on the live shows now. Uh, which is a lot of fun. They they have a direct line to me on Discord as well, so they can just hop on Discord and they have. That's one of the only channels that I actually keep notifications turned on for. Mm. So <laughs> you guys can message me there, and it, it's it's really great because I typically ask them for opinions on things, and uh, like the green Tauros koozies that we're getting. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm get, I got I've gotten so much trouble for those, by the way. Um, because I taught, I was, I told Catherine, like, yeah, so these koozies are coming this week. So like, if they, if they come to the door, just like grab them. She's like, oh, how many did you get? I'm like a hundred. And she's just like, why'd you buy a hundred of them? I'm like, it was literally $4 more than 25. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that makes a lot of sense. So, so yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to buy a hundred of them. (laughs) So, um, yep. I actually got a coupon that made it cheaper. So. (laughs) um yeah so that is uh that's if you guys want a green taurus koozie go ahead and be a patron on patreon so we will uh i guess it's the end of the show i did all my i did my spiel so did you ask them to review us on itunes oh you should review us on itunes i keep forgetting to ask that people don't do it anymore it's really annoying uh review us on itunes because that's how people find us guys more people will find us google or what if you can yeah, whatever platform you're on, if you could review us, that would be 100% uh, amazing. So uh, iTunes is the number one pro- uh, platform for this, so that definitely helps as well if you can, if you haven't already. So please do that. Uh, but that is it. I am your host, Trainer Thatch. I'm Viger. I am the Flopkiss Swimsinger. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Yeah.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.